Warning, this podcast is yet to be recorded sometime in the distant future. Dirty shirt, old shoes, and I don't know when I'm going to. Cheap suit. Bad tie I don't need a reason why They come running just as fast as they can Cause every girl crazy about a time-traveling man Blue jeans A classic Left you stuck in the Jurassic Loud coach Paracon Hat. I need to find out when you're at. They come running just as fast as they can. Cause every girl crazy about a time traveling man. It is a well-known and proven fact amongst tourists that the best way to communicate with the natives when traveling in foreign lands is not to muck about trying to learn the local language but instead to simply speak in your own tongue, loudly, slowly, and emphatically. No one ever took this advice more to heart than the people of the planet Ladl Ladl, who were such prolific travellers in both space and time that their entire homeworld was often deserted for centuries while everyone was out doing a spot of sightseeing. Eventually, the constant practice of speaking just a few choice words of their own language took its toll, and their language devolved until it consisted of just a single word. Ladl. Meaning was conveyed entirely by how loudly, slowly, or emphatically one said that word. For instance, the sentence Ladl 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 means which way to the train station, while Ladl 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 means where did you buy that ice cream, and Ladl 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 means I would like to sleep with your wife. The people of Ladl Ladl eventually tired of travelling, and using their collected holiday photographs as reference, built upon their planet magnificent and faithful copies of major artworks and famous buildings from all over the galaxy. For example, one particularly large seaside gelateria is an exact replica of the Earth city of Venice, replete with flooded canals, decorative bridges, and strangely attired men who, for a price, will push young lovers around in boats singing the song La-da-la-da-la-da-la-da, the lyrics of which, unbeknownst to the young lovers, actually mean, I can't believe they're paying me to push them around in a boat while singing this song. None of the millions of tourists to the planet ever picked up on this or the many other subtle verbal deceptions committed by the inhabitants of Ladl Ladl, for the simple reason that, although visitors to the world could rightfully claim to know all the words of the native tongue, it was frightfully difficult for anyone to actually know what they meant. It is for this reason that visitors to the planet are greeted at the starport by a sign written in letters 50 foot tall, which reads, Ladl 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 Ladl, 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 which roughly translates as follows. Tourists are advised to refrain from attempting to speak our language under any circumstances, unless you wish to be arrested for fooling around on a train with a tub of ice cream and someone's wife. None of this is, of course, any help whatsoever to Sarah Louise Connor, who is stuck in the late Jurassic without a time machine. Arlington? Arlington? Where have you gone? Oh, God. 
I'm stuck here in the lake Jurassic without a time machine. Meanwhile, in the early 20th century, Arlington Wolf, cross-time detective, is trapped on an iceberg. See, what did I tell you? Perfect landing. Doctor, we're on top of an iceberg. Odd. There shouldn't be icebergs in the Thames for another 3,000 years. Or maybe, just maybe, we're nowhere near the Thames this time. Nonsense. Next you'll be saying the TARDIS didn't land in the early 21st century. Oh, thank goodness. I thought I'd be stranded out here forever. The ship crashed and sank, you see, because that idiot Baldrick broke the ship's steering wheel. Told you. English-speaking, 21st century Earth attire? Smarty pants. Look, I'm on a bit of a schedule here. I've got to fix history, and I can't do that without my hat. I can perfectly understand that. Used to have the full set, hat and scarf. I wonder where that scarf went. Well, pop inside and tell us all about it. So, there you have it. Sarah is stuck in the Lake Jurassic, and it's all my fault. So, how can I rescue her? Hmm? Oh, can't be done. What? What? No, can't be done. But you're a Time Lord with a time machine. Can't we just nip back and pick her up? Back to when? I told you, the late Late Jurassic. Late Jurassic. Yes, you said. But when in the late Jurassic? What year precisely? Uh, 145 million years ago? Exactly. Not very precise now, is it? No, I'm sorry. There's simply no way to locate her. Bottom. Indeed. Ah, of course, you could just prevent yourself from meeting her. Then she'd never go back in time in the first place. Oh, will that work? Absolutely. You're a genius. So he keeps saying. So come on, when did you first meet her? A wedding. Her wedding, actually. 1986, Watford, England. August 23rd, I think. There you go. Afternoon tea time. Wow, thanks. Remember, whatever you do, don't let yourself see you. Otherwise, all kinds of paradoxes... Yeah, bye. (coughs) And do you, Sarah Louise Delaney, take this man, Fergus Sean Connor, to be your lawful wedded husband? I do. Then I now pronounce you husband and wife. Sarah Connor. Oh, not another one. Yes, what is it? Can't a girl get married in peace? He's got a gun! Look out! Sarah, hi. You have amazing eyes. I'm from the future. Can I buy you a drink? Come with me if you want to live. I think that was the right order. Drat, I'm too late. Quick, get in the car with the dog. Is that a DeLorean? Well, I've got my hat back. I guess that's something. Run, man. Run for your... You! Ah, you must be the groom. Fine day for it. You lunatic! Are you responsible? Responsible? Not me. Twin brother. He's always had a thing for girls with hoopy earrings. Oh, I see. Look, do you have a car? Just there. Take me to Sarah's place. Quickly! Right. Back one day should do it. Bye-bye, Fergus. Wait just a minute. You're not going anywhere. The night before the wedding, thank goodness. Well, here goes nothing. Finally, come in. Uh, thanks. That's not Fergus, is it? He can't see me tonight. Oh, no, Sarah, it's definitely not Fergus. Right, in you go. You're late. Uh, 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 what? Hi, I like the hat. Oh, he's cute. Who's this? Rockstar, you said? 
Is he meant to look like that guy from Duran Duran? Hungry like the wolf. <laughs> Start the music. No way! No way! I think there's been some misunderstanding. Come on, get your kit off. And you, Sarah, you're not going anywhere. Uh, no, no, you see. Apparently, he's the best money can buy. Well, that is true. I do charge by the hour. Bye, lover boy. I'll be seeing you then. Thanks for the tip. Oh, sorry, Fergus. She doesn't want to see you tonight. Night before the wedding. It's tradition. Who in the Sam Hill are you? Well, I'm not me. That's for sure. I'm the twin brother. Eh? Uh, never mind. Look, I could murder a whiskey. Let me buy you a drink. Last night out on the town, Fergus. What do you say? Who are you? Believe it or not, I'm actually your best hope of keeping Sarah. You're Jane's friend, the one who's studying to be a priest. She's revealed everything to you then. I wouldn't have said it quite that way around. I only told Jane about my doots because she knows Sarah better than anyone. It's not about being afraid of getting married, you can. Sure. It's a big step committing to one person for longer than a week. It's understandable that you're having second thoughts. Me? No, I'm not having second thoughts. It's Sarah. I'm worried she's going to run off at the last moment, leave me at the altar. Do you think I'm being stupid? No, no, not at all. I fear she'll feel trapped, that she'll wake up one day and realise she's living with an ugly caveman. Oh God, I hope not. And sometimes she's so adamant she needs to change things. I know where you're coming from. But what if she wants to change me? Fergus, my lad, let's go for that drink. I have a feeling we have a lot to talk about. Ah, a Morlock. But no, I am mistaken. It, it is merely a hairy man lying naked, unconscious on a sofa. There is a smell of alcohol in the air. Presently, I perceive a second chamber. It appears I am an interloper in a realm of iniquity, a future wherein the natural laws of modesty and civilization have given way to vice and corruption. For before me, I see a bedchamber in which lies another disrobed drunkard. Oh, to what state has humanity evolved in this future era? <sighs> the man upon the sofa stirs. Remind me never to drink a whole bottle of whiskey. A subhuman creature, which appears to speak English. Good heavens. Oh, good, uh, what time is it? Oh, and have you seen my trousers? I have a wedding to crash, a bride to rescue from an ugly caveman, a boat to seek, history to fix. No, wait, an ugly caveman and an allosaurus. And I have a splitting headache. What's worse? I seem to have misplaced my jock strap. Warning, this podcast is to be continued. Every girl crazy about a time traveling man. Ding 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 